you guys get ever down. use a, the empty uh, paper towel roll as a wrist, like a wrist <laughs> like stand when you're working on your computer? No, I imagine it would puncture my wrist. Wouldn't that be a bit No, like, like an empty one. You know, just rest your wrist on oh. it. It would puncture your wrist. It's cardboard, Eric. It's Game of Owns. We're scared of <laughs> cardboard. I'm thinking of it's a different... It's very dangerous I'm, cardboard, guys. I'm thinking of a different type of holder. What kind of, of paper towel holder do you own? A paper towel holder is metal and skinnier than That's the actually how Jamie Lannister really lost his hand. <laughs> you know, the show kind of tried to dramatize a little bit, but... I would be careful the there, book, Zach. Well, I don't want to hurt myself, but it was laying on this table. I turned it, I rested my wrist upon it, and then we pressed record. So I thought I'd mention it to you guys. Since you're my friends, I thought I'd you know Aww. share you what I had discovered. And here we just laugh at, at you. Like I know, I was serious about it. By a lucky twist of fate, all of our wrists happened to push the recording button at the same time. Wow. And yeah. we're here today to you talk about- You use your wrist to do that? That's what yeah, I was thinking. A- <laughs> I didn't want to comment, but <laughs> hey, each to their own. Okay, just let let Eric do his thing. You know, you just can think rest of all your the body hand. parts yeah. we could use to press record. <laughs> oh God! Okay, that's yeah. Next next show, These like are our, the like our toes. That's What's for wrong our next with you guys? show. Yeah, I thought you were talking about your tongue. I let my spiders push Sam the record does button for me. That was a half-hearted attempt at a transition to talk about Varys. Yeah, yeah. well done, guys. No, actually, was I was talking about Micah's car. Actually, oh wait, you have a spider? You have a car? The spider? He tweeted about I, I, this. I have a spider in my car that uh, oh. that just lives there. I mean, he or she has lived there uh, for many, many years. And uh, years. I'm just, I'm How just many years impressed. do spiders live? They live a long time. I feel like that's amazing. I don't really know. Someone write into us about the lifespan. You of know, spiders. Spiders are lucky. Oh, they you are lucky. You shouldn't kill them, people. No, I don't kill yeah. spiders. I like spiders. Me so too. So because you've had this growing in your car for like years, is it like as big, like, is it like take up the whole passenger seat, like Shelob or something? I thought you were going to say Aragog, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, I should have sp- gone with Aragog. Spider. I don't Shilob think Shelob would fit in a passenger seat though. Maybe, know. well, maybe because she's in a book, you could have set the book there. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think what it is, is that the car is parked by trees and I think there are spiders that live in the trees, but then the spiders somehow make their way into the car and you know they spin their webs around the front windshield and uh you know i'm i'm very much impressed i think they're the hardest working uh beings uh yeah, that's in- what you yeah. that's what Ever. you said i i couldn't i couldn't think if you were trying to be like blue collar ironic or anthropomorphic <laughs> or what you were trying to do but but your tweet literally uh Big earlier word. in the week was you know about this spider it was that you're pretty sure that nobody works harder than this spider in your vehicle yeah. It's true. So, well, there, there's also the spiders that live in the bushes down the block when you're like walking to the train station in the morning, and if you're not mm-hmm. careful, you get a spider web right in the face. Oh, it's pretty yeah. impressive what they can do in a very short period of time. Yeah. It's agree. very appropriate that we are talking about spiders. And, it's uh, very appropriate that actually, you know, the fact that Varus is called the spider, I never really gave it much thought until this very conversation. I was sitting here like nodding my head like, oh my God, that's just like Varus. He does a lot of work. <laughs> he a lot so of work. Maybe in the background, you don't always Spinning see him, but that's his kind of webs. also the point. Yeah, and he eats exactly. little bugs also. You want to know something awesome, actually? Um, what? In front of my place. There's a, an awning outside and a light that's supposed to fend off uh, intruders. You know how yeah. there's a light? It's like, oh, there's people here. There's a light that's always on. It's great for the electric bill. But anyway, um, I was out there the other <laughs> day just just looking around, like thinking, I need to put bushes here, nice, colorful bushes. That'd be great. And then I looked up at the awning, and there was a, a spider web, right? Mm-hmm. And I didn't think of Micah's spider in his car because I just learned about that. But I did think about the bird that was trapped in it, the full-size bird that was hanging in it dead. 
Wow. And sometimes no. spiders attack larger animals. Oh, my God. So be scared of Varys, guys. Okay? And his little birds. <gasps> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> now, all I can think of is, now all I can think of is Varys attacking Big Bird. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Going for a bird like twice his size or multiple multiples of his size. Um, like Mitt Romney. He doesn't I was like about to bird. say that. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> let's not get the two confused. Anyway, we're having fun. It's Friday. Everyone knows that it's Friday because we said it about seven times. So yes, if yes. you're listening to this on a different day, we apologize. <laughs> That's maybe just you wrong. should stop this episode and wait <laughs> and until just next Friday to listen Friday. to. How about that? Yeah, why don't you have Friday because of this episode? May it fill you with enough joy to disregard work the next day and have fun. Maybe so. it can be like that episode of Doug where uh, he went and had that machine that created an extra day. Was it Friday? It was Fun Day, wasn't it? Fun Day. I th- it was either Fun Day or Friday. I forget which one. Maybe one of them's a Dr. Seuss thing. Um, but uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, and they had an extra day to enjoy Game of Thrones. And, you know, you know what? Yeah, that's all great and stuff. I just want to get back to talking about Varys. And like, <laughs> well, how what about Varys? He is. Because I don't okay. want to talk about Varys as much as I want to talk about Tyrion. Oh my god, we'll we'll get to Tyrion. The point is, like, the, the, <laughs> come on, come on, guys. I mean, you have to admit, whatever Tyrion was doing, owning Janice Slint, Varys is the undoubtedly like the true star of this chapter. I mean, absolutely, it was just. I mean, I tweeted this out earlier. I was reading this part. It's like the best thing I've ever read in my life. Where Varys came gliding into the hall wearing flowing lavender robes that matched his smell. And I mean, yeah. how fabulous is this dude? I can't yeah. even... He's fabulous. He is fabulous. Varys. <laughs> He's a good guy. And He's amazing. I love, I love these descriptions. Now that we like him so much more, it's great because reading his chapters, you're just like, punch in the air by yes. yourself when no like, one's looking glide Varys glide glide keep gliding <laughs> but you know Tyrion did do a good job this chapter he did I mean yeah. I was comparatively it was like speaking long, one long own this chapter yeah and, and your point makes complete sense because in this whole chapter we're like Tyrion's kicking all this ass look at this and then Varys comes in and he's like <laughs> oh come on man yeah. yeah you could have done it this way or this way and you know he ended up doing his own round of owns nothing really you know taking offense against Tyrion just kind of showing his own skill, which I thought was good. It definitely gave us something to chew on in the book. Mm. Don't recommend Their partnership, it it's not so, it's funny because this is one of the aspects where the show kind of does help to make some aspects of these very, very complicated, lengthy books clearer. You know, Varys is such a great example where you read him the first time, you have no idea what really to think about him. And then after seeing him in the show, I think because they've sort of had to clarify his character a little bit more, like you were saying, you know, we read this now. We like him a lot more than we did the first time around. And I would have liked him the whole time me. if I would have read the books first. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just the thing is in the books, it's so much different because you don't, I mean, you're not in his head. You don't see it the same way. I I really feel like after seeing the show, I just, I have a new appreciation for him. I agree. I think he's he's more peaceful in the show. And by peaceful, I mean, it's, it's in the book, you only see him really being like, He's very powdered. He yeah, is powdered. All that all that's mentioned is he's he just powdered, smells. But... Yeah, exactly. The books is like he smells and <laughs> I think it does take the series for me to be calm around Varys because he is such a threat that it just it just seems like so visible that when he's in the room something terrible is going to happen. Um but I mean at least for most of this chapter, he and Tyrion were seeing eye to eye 
and they kind of appreciated each other, um, especially when Varus was running down the to-do list of uh, traitors <laughs> or would-be would-be treasonites, um, and Tyrion is telling him how to how to handle them. I, I think they really enjoy each other's company. Of course, that's summed up by uh, a quote that I believe we'll we'll we'll, we'll quote a little later on um, about what Tyr- Tyrion says to Varus about liking him. Um, you know, I, I think these two just make for a great chapter, and this is my favorite chapter so far in the second book. It's a really good chapter. I thought it was great when we finally got to see Tyrion acting like Hand of the King. Like when you were saying he was reading off the things and Tyrion was telling him what to do. That's such a wall I feel like never gets broken down in books. Yeah. Where you actually get to see the character like do his job essentially. Like one of your people. And he's just like, I just, I mean, maybe that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. (laughs) But in the show, we definitely no. get, didn't get to see Tyrion. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Not. We didn't get to see Tyrion Just doing things that. like that, like officiating. Like, all right, well, here's what I'm about to do. But he was literally telling this guy, making all of these decisions because he's second in command. And even though their meeting place is a little shady... Varys is still on the court, so they're just getting business done after hours. This is yeah. just always fascinating to me is seeing these these judgments that are being handed down to these guys for their various crimes. You know, some of them end up he sent one of the guys to Joffrey for punishment. And then the other guys who were in jail trying to bribe their guardsmen, the guardsmen was sent off to the wall and they were just left in jail. And they were like, Well, we'll see if they can bribe somebody else. From so, the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely a very different uh, sort of approach depending on who it is and what he feels they meant by it. But Tyrion, of course, doesn't care about slanderous things said at the table when drunk, yeah. and he will he will also defend anyone who turns uh, sort of a, a blind eye on horrors. And now this is something that surprised me about this chapter is that he twi- is like twice referenced how Shay and his first wife, Tyrion's first wife, the Tysha. one that. Taisha was revealed to, to be a whore to him. He's basically acting in their interest as human beings um, because, you know, this this is shown in what he does with Slint and it's also shown uh, a little later on. We have him at the, at the end of the chapter having the revelation that he misses and wants Shay's company right now. Yeah. It's kind of like Danny and Slaves, isn't it? It, it really is. It's, it, it's a slightly maybe... <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, yeah, it's a, it's a group of people that it's like are like the PG for thirteen. Right, yeah, I right. think you can definitely make that comparison. But and that's an interesting, actually, actually, yeah, that's a really good comparison because I was just gonna say, I mean, it's just it's really refreshing. I think in these books where there's so much corruption and so much selfishness, and I mean, that's one of the reasons why characters like Danny and, and Tyrion, we sort of we get behind them because we're like, finally, somebody is is seeing the the world the way that we want to see it, you know, the fair way. They're sticking up for the little guys and the repressed people and we're like, yeah. And and the way that Tyrion especially is is reacting to the the death of the of the baby, you know, Cersei's latest victim, you know, in her little vendetta there. And he's just reacting in a way that makes sense to us as readers, going, yeah, this is a terrible, terrible thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's you can sort of fist pump at, at his actions and his thoughts about it, which is refreshing i think yeah we recommend on this podcast uh cheering out loud where you don't just have a happy moment oh yeah physically Enjoy react this. to right, it yeah. Right. yeah i was doing that the other night Use with my all friends your senses. Like, i forget like something was coming on the tv or something good was happening i forget and i was hanging out with a bunch of friends 
And then, and like, the few people that did know me, and I, like, raised my fist up. They did it with me. And this girl was like, why are you guys doing that? And I'm like, because it was awesome. <laughs> it was great. And it was good. And we should keep doing this. And that was a yeah. terrible story. But I recommend that we all enjoy these moments. It's a good story. And these it's moments like are. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like a, it's just rooting, for the, rooting for the home team. The home team oh, is no. Tyrion. Sports, it's bad. Like, I just tear off all my clothes and do cartwheels when something good happens. So. <laughs> We'll much like much like Tyrion learned to do cartwheels. He did, and triple flips off of yeah. staircases to impress people. <laughs> yeah. It impressed yeah. me, and I'm Certainly wondering when we're going to see these acrobatics again. I you know, know, I know. It's like his introduction to the story in book one. Like, <laughs> we never got to see that in the show. I feel like he, he could be like Yoda with, with a little yeah, sword. Like, if he had needle, how many asses could he kick? I know. It's like all just, of the asses. All of the asses. Could <laughs> everybody want to see this trick? I just sliced all of your throats and everyone in the, the throne room dies. You know, like that's the Tyrion that we got introduced to at least. I know. I mean, yeah. Peter Dinklage is great and all, but where are the cartwheels? Yeah. Or at least in the book too, you know, not just in the show, but the book. Like where is this athletic, you know, like. He did it in book one. I know, but where is it But you're right. Then? He's been holding yeah. back. That's yeah, what I'm he wondering. has been. He's too busy being this uh, statesman or hand or he has too much duty to really be able to to have some fun and, and get out and exercise. No, Tywin's horse has too much duty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, so... I so do have having... a question. Hold on a sec. Yeah, I have a question. Okay. Speaking of duty. Do you think there's something to be said for just following orders and not thinking about the consequences, not thinking about the implications and just doing what's told of you? Because I feel like that's an overarching theme of this chapter, and at least in the conversation between Tyrion and, and Jon Slint. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with a question: Who do you uh, think it was that killed Ned Stark? This is the question that Varys asks Tyrion at the end of it: Who was it? Was it Sir Illyn Payne? Was it Janice Slint? Or was it Joffrey who gave the order? Uh, Joffrey, completely. Some could so, say Sansa. Oh. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go with Sansa too. You're right. <laughs> Some could say Ned Ned killed himself by being oh, look at that. idiot. Yeah, well that is too honorable. And and Catelyn would say that is her own fault. So yeah, so 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 basically though, somebody would say then in answer to your question, Micah, that there is something to be said. Like if he wouldn't have killed Ned, somebody else would have. Yeah, I mean, I think it's what what Ty- Ty- Tyrion is getting at. It's not so much. It, whether or not they carry out the order, it's with what level of enthusiasm they carry it out, or what what how they carry out the order. Because that was they made a point of saying, well, they carried it out without even hesitating. I mean, they mm. did not even stop to think this was just something that, yeah, we're killing Ned right now. Let's do this. And I think, and that's kind of like how Tyrion is is seeing it too. And then he's got, on the other hand, he's got his own sellsword, Bronn, who we kind of like, mm. who is exactly the same. he's like, yeah, I would kill him. You know, I'd ask how much. I just much. ask how much. Yeah, right. And he <laughs> sort of has to, has to reconcile that with the fact that he doesn't, he can't, you know, that that's, it's not the fact that they killed, that they did these things. It's that they have no remorse for it. They even enjoyed it. And he did it for a piece of land. He did it for Harrenhal. Um, yeah. Which is shown. So Tyrion is able to just openly ridicule this man who's drinking with him. Uh, it's just a great buildup. I mean, any kind of summary we do wouldn't necessarily give it as much justice. It's just really a good, slow build because Tyrion has two objectives. The first is to reveal to this guy that he is unwanted and will be shipped off to the wall. The second is to try and get an understanding of who it was that ordered 
the killing of this babe. And I mean, to, to your guys' points earlier, when you're talking about how much Varys came in and owned, Tyrion is able to figure out that Cersei did order the babe killed. And then when he, Varys comes in, he says, you knew, didn't you? And Varys is like, yep. It was, it was terrible. It was, it was pretty bad. I he like half cries it. He's like, but then, oh no, was so terrible. But then Varys oh. turns around and he's like, but I saved Gendry. He did, and that was yeah. a nice little piece. Maybe that's why we like name. him, Zach. He doesn't Maybe. say him by name. He just says this other boy made arrangements for him to go the other way. Why? Why? What happened? I'll tell you why. Huh. Why? Because he's, he's Gendry. That's why. Does he yeah. think Gendry has some kind of part to play? Why would you do that? Well, I because... would save Robert's bastard if I had the power to do it, because that's the right thing to do. I think he just likes having more pieces Arms, to play. Arms, guy, come on. I think he just Arms. has more cards that he wants to play, and that's that's exactly why. I mean, you're you're probably absolutely right, but I also think it's just, I mean, it is in terms of, from Varys' perspective, whatever Varys is, is aiming for, killing off all of the Baratheon bast- bastards is not necessarily a smart move. I mean, if he can keep a few of them sort of on hold you know it's it's like assurances for the future who knows when you'll need a baratheon bastard down the that's line that's true it's and they're hard to get line. now the yeah. is low yeah i, I think this line species. of succession though i need more clarification i'm gonna look this up in my own time because i wonder by what line of succession can bastards even rule uh, i mean it just seems so rare i mean we have these even in the previous chapter we had the fourth brother of the fourth brother you know, yeah. ascending to the throne, but not bastards. They're born out of wedlock. They unless they're legitimized. No um, yeah, they're legitimized. But, you're, but- you're, I mean, you're right. And the thing about Baratheon too that sort of everyone's sort of questioning is the fact that I mean, they're not a line of kings. Robert no. took the throne, and yeah, Robert there's the Tommen and 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 Joffrey and all of those people, um, sort of being like, oh well, because we everyone thinks they're Baratheon they are the successors and the rightful kings. But then you've got all these other people saying, you know what? Robert took the throne. Why can't we do it? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, if they can do it, why not us? Wouldn't Gendry have more of a claim than Joffrey or Tommen or Marcella? Since if, if for the people inbred? that believe, right. For the people that believe in the Baratheon succession, um, if, if it was like widely known that Joffrey wasn't, Baratheon child, then I guess you you're right. Then Gendry could come in and have a claim saying, Hey, I'm Robert's son and son. then you know you'd still have Renly and 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 uh Stannis going, Yeah, but we're his brothers and we're like legit Baratheons. Um but yeah, you're legit, right. Yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you asked the question earlier when you answered my question. Your with question, a question with a question. <laughs> and, and it did it did tie in. It did tie in. But I would say that, you know, looking at all this and seeing how Tyrion really well, first of all, I think one of the reasons why he gets rid of John of Slint is because he doesn't want anybody who could remotely be in his sister's pocket to be looking out for his security um, and for the security of the entire city. Um, right. And, and m- much less have somebody replace John of Slint who John of Slint approves of because it would most likely be somebody who Cersei approves of. So, you know, he he's cleaning up and he's getting everything in order. But going to Ned's death just for a second, I would argue that anybody who didn't step up, that knew the truth, played a part in his death. Who who actually murdered him? Ilan Payne murdered him. I mean, he cut off his head. Uh, so I would put that at his feet. But as far as who killed him, I think anybody who was standing up there who didn't know what was about to happen and, and, and knew the truth of it and, and Joffrey's lineage and... 
I'd say all of them are responsible for his death, including Ned himself. It comes down to mob psychology, though. I mean, if you, if you really, really think about it, I believe the, the lesson George is trying to tell here is that there are lines of honor and there are lines of duty. And there's a way where someone who is underneath a leader has to listen to what the leader says and follow out orders. So in this case, Joffrey gives an order and they follow it out without question. It's boom, they did it, it's over with. There was no time to really think about the repercussions. And in that moment, Joffrey made a snap decision to go, well, there's people here and it's the weak decision of a woman to give you know, sympathy to someone like this, so let's kill right. him. I, I think that's the lesson is that they, 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 there's so much of a conversation. There's such a deep conversation in this chapter about really who holds the power. Varys brings up that riddle again. And in yeah. this specific case, I think it proves the point of whoever can tell people what to do and whatever their decision is. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I love how he capped it off by just saying, okay, so all three of us were without power that day when the order had been given to kill Ned. All of us were shocked and couldn't control what happened. And it just really resonates. They've said this, they say this all the time, you know, sort of in confidence with each other that Ned's death wasn't supposed to happen. Um, and this is just one more l layer of that. Just like we got Rob in the previous chapter saying, well, gee, it would be nice if dad were still alive because then we could trade Jamie for him. It's just like that, you know, these unfortunate events. Ned, the, every, nobody's quite over the fact that Ned was killed. I'm not. I know. And, they, you know, they, they'll never will be. <laughs> That's yeah. the brilliance of the story. They'll still be talking about this in however many books. Just, I think, what Tyrion did in this chapter by asking Janos Slint one professional to another, asking him for his recommendation of dudes. And he gets he gives him back a list of six dudes, and they all get shipped away. In fact, Tyrion instructs one of I them know. to be tossed over the side. It would be unfortunate if, and I'm going by the audiobook, gives him this kind of an accent. It would be unfortunate if one of them happened to fall into the water. No, don't um, you mean, it would be unfortunate if... <laughs> Wow, I laughed at who I would appreciate that laugh. We're removed. <laughs> no, Actually, that's gotta stay. <laughs> uh, Selena, I bow, I bow to you. I bow Thanks. to you. I yeah. should do the audiobooks, right? Couldn't possibly. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a, someone, someone asked us in an email or was it a tweet? Someone asked us recently. They're like, hey, when are you going to do audiobook readings? Oh, my and God. And I'm like, oh, shit. Um, when we want to get sued? <laughs> when we get paid. When we get paid to do them. Yeah. That's yeah. right, guys. When we get paid. <laughs> we ain't Sam. doing shit for no money. We need Sam on Dime there. Come at least. on. Sam, you need more scenes in the next yeah. season, man. You know, you got to pay that get mortgage. Get it, George. That was my own, I think. The fact that um, Tyrion called Slint to the tower under false pretenses. It essentially winds up shipping him and all of his closest men away. Yes. Without supper. Yeah. Well that's done. A solid that was own. that was epic own. Eric, you made an, you, a rule for yourself, a self-imposed rule that you proposed that we would all follow where we did not give the own to the uh, prospective chapter oh, person. Oh gosh. Break. Yeah, what? you weren't here for rules. I know. That's what we said. Most breakers. I wasn't here. Well, it doesn't count for you. You're fine. And it doesn't count for the rest of us either because <laughs> oh, it's we just me. we turned it down, but you proposed it. You have to pick a different own. Okay, I'm picking I'm just going to take your own. You guys go first. Okay. Oh, you're breaker. taking my own. Oh, all I'm right. taking your own. <laughs> it's because right. I didn't I didn't. Well, I, I actually I actually followed um Eric's rule without knowing. Um, well, that's handy. I uh, yeah, I have an uh, I have an own from uh, from Varys. Uh 
my my new favorite character over here who's who's amazing after he finished his gliding and his uh, flowing of lavender um he said the storms come and go the waves crash overhead the big fish fish eat the little fish and i keep on paddling mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not sure that line was actually in the show but i could so hear conleth hill's voice saying that he was talking about was. ladders in the chapter was. too. I think yeah, it was. I think it was in the show. I feel like it was. Keep on paddling. I saw him with hair for the first time. Oh, what was it? Wh- which film? The uh, the one you mentioned. Uh, yeah, the the salmon one. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, weird. Game of Thrones movie club. Doing? Why are you wearing film? a wig? I know it looked like fake hair. I mean, it's just maybe it was. I don't know, but it just it. I couldn't tell it was him for the first like twenty minutes. Right, I'll give my own since uh, Eric is still looking for his. Yes. Go, go on. I mean, I have mine, but go on. I'm a- He's like, my own is Eric is still looking for Let, his let's own. Pretend that, yeah. <laughs> let's pretend that rich. this is taking me a while. Go on. Tyrion, which I'm allowed to choose, yeah, Eric is you're not, okay. says to Jano Slint, when you see Lord Commander Mormont, give him my fond regards and tell him that I have not forgotten the needs of the Night's Watch. I wish you long life and good service, my lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent kind of, own, my kind, friend. In, in, you know, when thinking about it, it's kind of douchey of Tyrion to just put his problem on old Bear. You know, he's like, yeah, I have these horrible guys. You go on, you have them. Yeah, but I think it just keep keep that nugget in the back of your mind that Jano Slint is headed to the wall. Oh, it'll stay mm-hmm. there, sir. It, it will yes. remain. Never forget. I'm not going to so steal your own, friend, John. And I'm not going to steal Sam's own either, which he hasn't given yet. I oh. think this own... Will reverberate in my mind. I get for, an own. You do for <laughs> at least the next born. thirty-five minutes, and my own have to go to Varys for, in the midst of conversationing, reminding Tyrion that yes, in fact, he was a eunuch. Uh, <laughs> he's used to talking to Littlefinger so much, you know, and he was just like, "Oh, don't forget, I am a eunuch," and he's like, "Aha! I wouldn't remember that. And I, I totally did not forget. You are a eunuch. I remembered it the whole time." So. To Varys for, you know. I feel like we need to start having a drink whenever someone says that Varys is a eunuch. Yeah, even himself, you know. Yeah. He just wanted to make sure. He's like, it wasn't brought up yet, and I wanted to make sure you remembered. Yeah, so. not, not me. It's I'm, like not, his I'm thing. not partaking in that drink. I'm uh, one episode sober now. Uh, oh, so okay. <laughs> just just okay, FYI. Then. Okay. Um, okay. All right. yeah. So no more Wait, drinks for me. But, like but if I were to drink and raise a glass as part of my drinking as a prelude, I would be raising my glass to my own for the week the red comet which we've talked about before but this no this thing is going through the sky inspiring religions now there are priests these would-be people self-proclaimed priests of all these new religions as a result of this red comet and uh it actually sparks Varys's attention that's how eric skull's it is. own is the red comet everybody <laughs> I just spoke Who that through that? the paper towel roll. <laughs> oh my God. That was awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's like you were a sports you announcer. Speak through that. An over-announcer The voice. Evening News with Zach Louie. <laughs> yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I call you all here today to remind you that Eric Skull's own was about the comet and that Ferris is a eunuch. <laughs> Prepare to look at the episodes. We have an announcer on our podcast. I feel like this is a, a fault of ours. Yeah, we need to work on this. Can you this. say, yeah. flight attendants, please prepare the cabin for takeoff? Yeah, one moment, please. Uh, this is your captain speaking. We're going to be leaving here in about 15 minutes, depending on if the runway is clear out or not. Flight attendants, 
Please pray the cap for takeoff. Oh my god, that was awesome. <laughs> I, I, that was amazing. I was like, "Is Zach still here, or what? Ha- what's happening?" Yeah, well, so makes my, my friends are my very nice to me. Kind of very kind of makes me want to play some Scrabble. Now that you mentioned, there's only 15 minutes before we take off. Air- airplane mode still counts. You got to shut it off all the way, don't you? Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, unless you're right. Alec Baldwin. Unless you're Alec Baldwin, of course. <laughs> I See, Sam my own. is on the vein of pop culture, and also on the veins of own. Sam, please. First off, thank you, Zach, for letting me read an own. It's from Varys. Yes. Power resides where men believe it resides. No more and no less. A shadow. Seven devils in the shadow. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Selena can interrupt me, but Eric can't. (laughs) Is Eric still here or does he turn his He hides when I come on the show. I'm hiding in the corner. Like, oh shit, it's Sam. (laughs) One of these days you two are going to have a knife fight. (laughs) How about this? I'll stab him with dragon glass he thought I forgot about. Sam the Eric Slayer. I'll just wait for you to drop the dagger and not pick it up. And, and then, then I'll, I'll pull the it. other 50 out of my fucking cloak and, <laughs> and stab you and in the That's the sound eye. of dying. Fight, 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 fight. It, 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 well, I don't even know anymore. But Ferris talks about shadows and says, yeah, shadows can kill. And oftentimes a very a small shadow. man can cast oh. a very large shadow. That's right. Yet shadows Yay. can kill. Renly. Oh, I love. Oh, that's true. Shadows I love the thing about kill. a small person casting a big shadow. I always really love that line. Yeah, and it always that those kind of lines. Hey, they, I was singing it earlier. It always makes me think of the of the trailer. Um, well, we never need to worry about Sam casting a small shadow. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, there we have, oh. folks. Those are our owns. <laughs> we, we we do progress slowly but surely into the part where we read your owns. They're sent to us via lots of different ways. Sometimes. One day, someone is going to send one to us in the mail, and it will never make it on the show because that would have been an old episode. If someone sends it to us in the mail, I think we ought to read it aloud, guys. Send some gift cards as well, because we all like going <laughs> to the movie theaters. Yes. And our first own from our listeners comes from Mr. Dylan Manwoody. That's a weird last name, by the way. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. It is in the books. It is in the books. George, you're a sick, sick man. <laughs> uh, but Dylan, he said I'm going to go for the obvious own and give it to Varys for the line, much like myself, power resides where men believe it resides. No more, no less. It's really a series-defining quote and is applicable to real life as well. It is indeed. It is indeed. I feel enlightened. It sounded almost... Even more sweeter coming from Dylan Manwoody's email. Would you guys agree? I would. Very yeah. nice own. I do have an own here that was sent to our wall on Facebook privately. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. From Mr. Ryan Shepard. My Tyrion Chapter 2 own goes to Tyrion and Varys's bromance. Actually, the own goes to this quote. Lord Varys, I am growing strangely fond of you. <laughs> I may kill you yet. But I think I'd feel sad about it. So Tyrion's a Death that. Eater now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Pretty true. Much. No, that's when they like, don't you think that's when they just finally admitted their feelings and just tied the knot and being friends? Yeah, I they're think friends. So. Yeah. They're like, I'll kill you. Well, I'll kill you. Well, <laughs> I'll feel bad about it. But I'll I would do it. feel bad if you died because of me. <laughs> <laughs> Not so bad as to prevent that. Hmm. And we heard from. Email, Dylan Manwoody. We heard from our Facebook wall. Now it is time to visit our Twitter feed. Where Elise Johns submitted, Tyrion owned Allardine with the suggestion of throwing him overboard on the way to Eastwatch. That is painful. Even the white ones. Yeah. 
Especially the white ones. Well, white birds can be found everywhere. We've uh, I recently saw some presents that they left us on our Facebook wall. Oh no! <laughs> the address again. for that is it's not my Facebook. turn to clean it up. Yes, <laughs> Facebook.com/slash Game of Owns. Not my problem. Uh, also, you can find us on Twitter, <laughs> which I do patrol actually the Twitter wall, um, and that is at Twitter.com/slash Game of Owns. And if you would like to send us an email, you can do that at contact at Game of Yay! Yay! That's our website. Yay! <laughs> Yay! It's a Yay! nice website. Yay! My fists are in the air. Both of them now. <laughs> Good, One mine was before. Too. I lied at first, but now they're both up. And of course, you can head on over to iTunes to leave us a nice rate and review here in the month of July. The month is just beginning, so we appreciate uh, you heading on over there and, and giving us a little bit of your feedback. What you think about the show? How much you hate Eric? How much you love me? <laughs> That's always good. Yes. Please comment on that. Only under the guise of five stars, though. Only. Yeah, yeah yes. it's got to be five stars. None of that other bullshit. <laughs> and you don't want to see me get mad. Uh-oh. Yeah, what happens a- then? He becomes the slayer. Uh. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we even we even take owns that are sent with five stars. They're just they're better owns. They're automatically awesome owns. Automatically two fists in the air if they're sent along with five stars because we collect the stars and it's our currency. It's what allows the show to exist. I actually don't consume food. I only consume iTunes ratings. iTunes owns. So it's like osmosis. It's exactly right through my body. And I don't like to look at those much either because it's scary to read reviews on stuff. But luckily, you guys are so kind and things. And Sam sometimes visits the show and reads them off for us. And sometimes, occasionally, Micah even comes back to threaten us. Uh Yeah, Yeah, he stepped away, but he left a little piece of paper here for me. So thankfully, I can read. Who taught you to read? Did Shireen (laughs) teach you to read? Who the hell is Shireen? (laughs) (laughs) If you do not rate us five stars, you will be tasked with rubbing lilac perfumed body lotion <laughs> all over Varys's <sighs> naughty Uh-oh. places. Not the body butter. What's left of them? Oh, well, you heard it here, folks. You Somebody's should rate and review five stars or get caught in the spider's web. It's dangerous. It's a smooth, lavender-scented web, but so- or job, but somebody's yeah. got to do it. Remember the bird outside of my place, guys? Don't let that be you. Rate us five stars. And watch the mole. He's got a nasty mole. And watch the mole starring Anderson Cooper in the first season until he got too popular. Great show. Nice reference. (laughs) Very retro. It's the weekend, everybody. It's time for you to turn off your radio players and go outside. Play in the sand. Visit Hypable, where Selena lives and forgot to plug for the last few episodes, but Hypable is a website where she writes things and also podcasts It's H-Y-P-A-B-L-E dot com. See, you can read. It's true. can read. You can spell. That's that too. And spell. And we would love for you to remain our friends. Please continue loving us as the world turns and becomes older. How would you like some dragon glass in your testicles? (laughs) Zach Louie. I'm Selena Wilkin. Now I'm a little upset that I don't have a voice of my own. Eric Skull. I know. We need we need voices, Eric. I'm gonna keep this paper towel roll forever. And I'm Sam. <laughs> Hopefully Micah one day returns. I know. Hopefully he's okay. He probably got I think caught. Sa- Sam's <laughs> sitting on him. No, it's the spider in his car I finally got to him. <laughs> oh yeah. That's this what you, you get when you, you like for spiders. All that generosity. Arr, arr, yes. Hey you Eric. Know. Love yes. that leftover soda pop. <laughs> What's hey, Eric? Guess what? What? I got some dragon glass here for you. <laughs>